Welcome to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show. The Sens lay an egg. One of their bigger games of the year to date. Fall 5-2 to the Canucks. Uh, time now for the three stars brought to you by your Ottawa area Canadian tire stores. Number three went with uh, Andre Kuzmenko. He wasn't insanely good tonight, but uh, Vancouver with uh, the win. Not much from Ottawa's perspective. Two goals for Kuzmenko. Including a beauty. Beauty finished by him. Uh, poor defending. Poor D-zone coverage by the Senators. Gave him the third star of this evening. Second star tonight, Nils Amon uh, of the Canucks. Had a goal and an assist. Um, just under 14 minutes of ice. He's the second star. And the first star was JT Miller. Uh, I thought he was the best Canuck. Uh, goal and assist. Five sh- Five hits. Uh, 22 and a half minutes of ice. And uh, really, Senators played well for five minutes uh, to start the game. They were in the Canucks end and making it look like it was a power play at even strength. And then GT Miller had a shift where he hit Stutzla three times and kind of dictated the, the rest of the game. Ottawa was terrible after that. Uh, and I felt GT Miller uh, changed the game. Uh, so he's the first star. Hardest working Senator. I'm going to go with Mad Sogard because uh, A... He's obviously has some type of injury or is playing through some kind of discomfort. Uh, he was he was down for an extended period on the three nothing goal. It looked like a right leg issue. Stays in the game because uh, this franchise is down to no goaltenders uh, under contract, other than him and Mandelasi for the most part. So uh, he gutted it out, and also he was hung out to dry. Man, like all of those goals that Vancouver scored tonight there was no defending or lackluster defending. Uh, so uh, I'm not putting this on him. So he gets the hardest worker tonight. Now let's check out the TSN 1200 Dartertown scoreboard brought to you by Sandy Bear Barbecue, Chicken Ribs, and Hockey. And uh, Bruins with a 3-2 win over the Red Wings. Boston becomes the fastest team uh, to 50 wins in league history. Uh, Penguins with a 5-1 win over the Flyers. 2-1 Rangers over the Sabres in overtime. Avs 3-2 over the Coyotes in OT. The Golden Knights blank the Canes 4-0. The Blues with a 5-2 win over the Jackets. 5-4 the Jets defeat the Panthers in OT. 3-1 Devils over Canadians. The Lightning with a 3-1 win over the Blackhawks. The Leafs 7-4 winners over the Oilers. Caps with a 5-1 win over the Islanders. Stars with a 4-3 overtime win over the Kraken. And Preds and Kings are tied 1-1 with 4.47 left in the third. Wildly, the Sharks 3-2 with 11.24 left in the third. Uh, The 67s with a 3-2 win over the Niagara Ice Dogs earlier tonight over on Brother Station 580 CFRA. The B-Sens fall 4-3 in overtime to the Phantoms. And Carlton is sending both their men and women's uh, basketball teams to the final, the championship final at the U Sports Final Eight. Carlton, the men, defeated Ottawa U 81-75 in one semifinal. Heartbreak for the GGs. Meanwhile, the ladies with a 65-46 win over St. Mary's in the women's semis. All right, we'll take a break. On the other side, we'll uh, hear from you. 12-1200 with standard messaging rate supply. You can Call us at 613-750-1200. We hear from DJ Smith. See what the coach thought of uh, 
his team's effort and execution tonight in a very important game. Some players as well. The Sens fall 5-2 to the Canucks. This is the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sens postgame show on the TSN 1200 Ottawa Senators Radio Network. CFGOAM Ottawa is TSN 1200, an iHeart radio station and the home of the Sens. You're listening to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sens postgame show on TSN 1200. Time to check out the play of the game. Here's Shabbat at the point. Batherson low, Brady Kachuk in front, pad saved by Demko on Kachuk. That's an opportunity and a half right there for Brady, who's gone four games. Debrinket loses the puck shorthanded, Oman gives it back, scores! Debrinket with a shorthanded giveaway, and Miller makes him pay. Yeah, I thought that was the play of the game that uh, Sens started out. The first five minutes were okay. They were pretty. They were really good in the first five minutes, but then it got sloppy, big time, uh, brutal execution on the wrong side of the puck, uh, turnovers in their own end on the one nothing goal. Then they get a power play and uh, just just lackluster and Shabbat and Debrinket miscommunication, mishandle the puck at the blue line. Dabrinkit ends up getting it under control, but gives it away to the Canucks. They go in two-on-one. Dabrinkit tries to lie down to intercept the pass, turns into a 2-1-0, give and go, back of the net. And that just kind of summarized how Ottawa had been playing uh, after the first five minutes. Just uh, just awful hockey. Not the winning goal, but uh, a sign of what was to come. Uh, they would get out to a 4 nothing lead. Sense would get a couple of late ones to make it 4-2. Canucks win 5-2. All right, we're waiting on DJ Smith. We will have him ready shortly, we hope. But uh, let's begin taking your reaction. And Darren uh, is up first on the phone lines. Darren, how are you feeling tonight? Darren, what's on your mind? I think they played good today, tonight. But I basically think what it comes down to is I think they're tired because with the time change, and I think when they're playing, they're not rested up. And uh, I first I thought the um, that he was that Sogard was hurt because if he gets injured he gets really hurt. We don't have a goalie if he's banged up and he's hurt. We can't go and run out and get another goalie. So I think that our team is really worried about like goaltending, and I think they're pretty much tired. But they did a they made a pretty good effort to to win. I mean to come out of Seattle and beat them, and then just to I guess they didn't they're just exhausted and it's a lot of miscommunication against the players. But they're, I think they're trying their best to get to get where they're going. But I think they need a little more work. And I'm hoping we play when we play Calgary that things will be better. Thanks for the call, Darren. Uh, appreciate the positivity. I'm not going to give them that out tonight that they were tired and trying their best. I, I don't think that was good enough tonight. Basically your biggest game of the season to date. And, uh, and, and it's for the most part a no-show. So I, I appreciate the positivity. You need some of that because there's going to be a lot of negativity in this post game, but that, that wasn't good enough. Uh, let's go right back to the phone lines. Clark is uh, on a hold. Clark, how are you feeling after a 5-2 loss? Not not too good, but uh, how are you doing tonight, Preach? I know it's another late night for you. Yeah, it's fine. Actually, to be honest, I'm feeling awful. I've been sneezing. <laughs> I have crazy allergies. I've been sneezing since like 9 a.m. Um, so, yeah, I feel like garbage but i'm gonna be here for the for the fans and listeners take the reaction so uh well i just wanted to say one thing i I don't like i I don't like 
blaming referees at all, but it was really one-sided. They were getting away with hitting from behind and cross-checking, no calls. So we wanted to ask, where did they get those referees, from a Cracker Jack box? <laughs> yeah, thanks for the call, Clark. Um, yeah, there's a couple of texts on the officiating. I, I don't have too much of a problem with what happened. I I guess maybe the call on Drew is a little soft, but... And, and I don't mind what Giroux was doing there, but before the puck came to Myers, he hammered a stick and and it fell, and it, it gave Ottawa possession. So I, I don't mind that call. The Shabbat call was right. That was a bonehead play by Shabbat. Taking the stick away out of someone's hands, That's you can't do that. So that's a penalty. I, I'm not... I'm not blaming. I'm not throwing the officiating under the bus. This the Sens lost this game on their own tonight, in my opinion. All right, let's get to some texts. We will get to Dave and John from Vancouver uh, momentarily, but uh, rip through some texts here. Park and Gloucester says brutal effort, inarguably a must-win game. No shots or pressure outside of the first ten minutes. Sogard not stopping the stoppables from Park and Gloucester. Um, I think this is unsigned. So laying another massive egg in Vancouver like they did in Chicago. Bad gaps, long desperate passes versus the short effective ones when they're playing well. Some key people playing poorly and they're not ready for the next step. My season wouldn't be complete if Drake Batherson went into a puck contest and came out with it. Stampeder Norman, uh, weak... Feeble, frail, inadequate, take your pick. Piss poor effort, uh, period. This team is attempting to secure playoff spot with two inexperienced goaltenders, and that's the effort they can come up with. Obviously, nothing learned in Chicago this week. Cheers from Stampede or Norm. Uh, this texter says, excited to hear what Deej has to say. Well, let's go. Here's head coach DJ Smith with Gord Wilson. Coach, sure seemed like you got off to the start you wanted. What happened after the first five? Uh, you know what, uh, you know, we took it's penalties. Um, you know, we took a penalty, lost momentum. We took another penalty, uh, lost momentum. Um, you know, penalty kill was really good. Um, you know, we made a couple mistakes that that ended up in the net, and then, you know, third period we you know we make a push and we score some goals. Um, you know, and then we take two more penalties, and uh, you, we took six penalties on the road tonight. You're not going to win. So obviously, discipline part of it. Yeah, and, and tripping, stick penalties, okay. not not uh, physical penalties. And, you know, we can yell at the ref or whatever all we want. Uh, you know, maybe one of them, two of them maybe are arguable. But, but those ones at the end are penalties. And, and you know, we ha- had an opportunity, six on four, with two minutes to go to, to narrow the game to one. And, and we end up in the box. Certainly got what you had hoped for, though, to start this hockey game. Yeah, I... Th- we came up with the right mindset. Um, you know, they made a lot of good plays. Their their top players were good, real good today. Um, their goalie was real good early, and uh, you know. But at the end of the day, um, you know, again, you know, special teams. You know, they get a shorty. Um, you know, and uh, and we take six penalties. So it's just we get out of rhythm. Important game to put up behind you with Calgary coming up quickly tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. We we can't. You know, we got to go in there and be real disciplined, stick with what we do and grind out. Um, you know, we lost focus there a little bit in the second period. Um, you know, but uh, we got to be better tomorrow. How much did it hurt your team going down to 5D after they went down? Well, 
you know, to, especially this time of year, you're playing lots of minutes and guys, you know, can fill in for uh, a brief moment, but you wouldn't want to do it all game. Um, but you know what? Give them credit. They stayed on us and they, they created uh, more chances than we did. Any update? No, not yet. There's DJ Smith in conversation with the media after a 5-2 loss. He liked his team's start, but uh, too many penalties, too many stick penalties. And again, he wasn't complaining about the ones at the end. They they were penalties. Um, I don't know. Let us know what you have to think of uh, what you heard from the head coach. 12-1200 standard messaging rate supply. All right, we'll take a quick break. We will get to Dave and John from Vancouver right away on the other side. Uh, more of your texts, and we'll hear from some locker room stuff. Uh, Sanderson and Joseph. Sends fall 5-2 to the Canucks. This is the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sends postgame show on the TSN 1200 Ottawa Senators Radio Network. One company is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Sounds like a big number, doesn't it? Not to express employment professionals, seeking a skilled labor position, or administrative work. Maybe you're an executive looking for a career that fits. We take pride in connecting the right people with the right company. Express Employment Professionals is on a mission to put a million people to work each year. Let us help. We'll open doors for you. Go to ExpressPros.com to find a location near you. You're listening to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense Postgame Show on TSN 1200. Let's go downstairs and check things out live from the locker room. We'll get to the locker room in a minute. Um, but welcome back to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense Postgame Show. Sends with a 5-2 loss to Knox. Let's go back to the phone lines. Dave's been patiently holding. Uh, Dave, it's on your mind tonight. Hello? What's going on, Dave? Not much. You? Not too much. How are you feeling? Uh, good. Uh, I am sick of watching DeBrinket float around out there. He is absolute garbage. We like we need to trade him while we can get something for him as soon as possible. <laughs> is that all you got tonight, Dave? Uh, no. no. Shabbat is garbage. <laughs> so garbage is okay. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Dave. Um, yeah, I, I think certainly watching uh, watching Debrinket so far this season, uh, hard to hard to feel good about a nine million dollar player. I, I, I don't I don't think he has that much of an impact on a game as a nine million dollar player. As for Shabbat. He's had a real tough year, and and same can be said for him as an eight million dollar player. I think there's at least two defensemen ahead of him that uh, that I put out in most situations, and in, in, in a Chikrin and a Sanderson. Um, certainly, look at that power play and adjusting that before it's too late. They, they've scored seven thanks to Ian Mendes for doing this legwork, um, but they've scored since the All Star break. The power plays generated seven goals. They've given up six shorthanded goals. Um, a lot of instances, sloppy play, trying to keep it in at the blue line with Shabbat, among others. Um, and he's definitely not a, a, a shooting threat back there. Got to tinker with something. And it's not just on Shabbat, uh, the power play that is. Um, but I, I would, not that you have time to work on it for tomorrow, but I'd give it a different look. I'd have different personnel out there to 
start the power play against the Flames if you get one. Go back to the phone lines. John in Vancouver. John, good evening. Were you at the game tonight? Hey, you talking to me? Yeah, what's going on? Were you at the yeah. game? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Graham, this is uh, John. I was at the game tonight. I got to say, like, you know, just like every time these guys have a, you know, an opportune chance to really seize it and really get into the playoff race, they just drop an absolute deuce, an absolute egg. And, you know, honestly, like everyone can rag on all the players all they want. You know, like you look at all these players, you look at Shabai, you look at Chikrin, you look at all these guys around that. I mean, like, you look at the lower bottom half of the defense and say, like, okay, whatever. Same thing with the bottom six. There's a few guys that, like, are kind of fledgling. But, like, at the end of the day, it all comes down to coaching. Like, you really have to, like, look at this. Like, come on. Like, you know, you, you go down a goal nearly every game, and what do you do? You double shift the third and fourth line. The guys who combine for, like, what, six goals? Like, come on. You have to, like, it doesn't take a hockey analyst or even like uh, like somebody like working in like a hockey ops department to see that this is clearly a coaching issue. You have to look at it that way. It's just absolutely pathetic. You know, you have Chickering on with Holden. Nick, like Eric Branstrom is like like no disrespect to Nick Holden, but like he's honestly taking a step back this year. Eric Branstrom is a way better player that can actually get the puck up and actually do something with it and actually skate. Like. You know, you can look at points of what Nick Holden has done, like, for the few times he stands, like, in the middle of nowhere and passes to someone who's done better with the puck than him, and he scored tonight, sure. Like, whatever. But you know what? Like, and Sogard's a young goalie. He's obviously going to be learning a lot. But the fact is, this is number one, and it's the same thing that's honestly been going on from the start of the season. It's been coaching. The fact that, like, you just keep double-shifting the third and fourth liners and getting the same results. You you go against Chicago, who's a bottom-feeding te- team, and you, you, you drop 5-0. Sure, you beat – I was at the Seattle game and stuff where they were, you know, hey, we had a 3 nothing lead. Guess what? Seattle scored four goals straight, and, and we, we luckily squeezed out a win on that one. Like, let's be real here. Like, the, <laughs> the fact that, like, you know, you have a 3 nothing lead, like, like good teams – when they go up on a 3 nothing lead, close it down, they shut it down, they know what to do. You have the roster to do it. You don't have the coach to direct it. And honestly, that's where I'm at, Graham. Honestly, I love you guys. I love the, I, I love the stuff you guys do. But honestly, the fact of the matter is, this is a coaching issue from top to bottom. Like, you know, like, Pierre Dorn has been criticized for a lot of things. Like, you know, not waiting for a long time to get a defenseman and stuff. But you know what? Like, let's let's put it. He's got to bring it. He's got chicken. Those are pretty good, solid. Like, if you told me that all we had to do was give up nine draft picks and Nikita Zaitsev to get um, Chikorin and to bring it, I'd take that every day of the week. And the fact that, like, this coach is running this, like, decent roster and also ruining Thomas Shabbat, this is absolutely pathetic. I can't even imagine him to build the bridge from Nova Scotia to PEI. This, that's how I do not have trust in this coach. I think as soon as this new ownership group comes in and tears it from, or at the very least examines it from top to bottom and says, okay, we need to change this. We need to absolutely change the way this team is playing because, you know what, I, I'm just going to be totally honest. I do not see any faith in this coaching regime whatsoever. I mean, put Jack Capilano's interim coach. He at least coached the team to the playoffs. You know, he doesn't have the best record ever, but at the very least he got them there. 
whatever, you know what? And honestly, like I'm just blowing off steam right now. But at the end of the day, this is a coaching thing. And you have like a decent amount of rostered players that do it. And the fact that, you know, you keep seeing Branstrup go in and out and you still have like guys like Nick Holden who like, you know, like I said, he's yeah, at the end of the day, this is a, an entertainment business. He's clearly not performing out to everything. And, and that's just where I'm at with this. Okay. And so anyways, I, 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 I don't want to chew up too much time, but honestly, that's just how I feel. And anyways, um, go sense, go. Hopefully we can get like another few wins going together, but, Honestly, it's pretty grim when you when you when you have teams that you come up against that are lower than you and you you just bottle it. Anyways, that's all I got to say, Graham. Hey, thanks for the call, John. I uh, I'm glad you circled back on that Branstrom point because I was going to comment on, it and then I completely forgot about it. That was that was a good rant. Um, I agree. I think Branstrom. I think eye test and numbers wise has dictated his play has dictated that he he should be a top six defenseman. Uh, understand DJ would appreciate at times. Uh, bigger bodies back there. I'm not a huge fan of the Holden fit on the right side. I, I think it's been obvious now, especially through these two games. He, he had two assists in his first game back. He, he played okay, but um, I, I don't like how, how much longer it takes to get a puck cleanly off the boards and, and, and either make a play to your partner or up to a, a winger to, to get the puck out. And I, I noticed that against Seattle a little bit tonight as well. Um, I don't think that's the right fit. I I, I would expect... We're going to see changes tomorrow um, in terms of the pairings. Maybe maybe Branstrom in, but specifically how the uh, the top four look. Um, we saw it at the end of the game with uh, Sanderson and Zub and Chicken and Shabbat. See if they continue with that tomorrow. Uh, what else did uh, John hit on? Oh, the coaching stuff. That was the big rant. Yeah, a, I can guarantee everything will be evaluated, reevaluated when when new ownership comes in and and um, along with other people that will be a part of that group, um, for sure they're going to evaluate top to bottom. Uh, they'll have a vision of how they want a franchise to be run, and, and that will be something that, that they'll take into consideration. In terms of the specifically the coaching on the, the depth forwards, I, I think especially because of the Norris injury, but there's also losing Formanton uh, because of – that situation, the, the bottom six isn't deep enough. Period, and and there there haven't there hasn't been enough secondary scoring the whole year until recently. Where credit where it's due, guys like Watson and Kastelik and Broussard, uh, Gambrell, Joseph have, have played better of late. Um, but I don't know if you can count on that every night throughout this playoff push to get to get that kind of support from that bottom six, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that's thanks for the call. Um, I'll go back and rip through some more text here. Cowboy Shane says, holy free turnovers. These guys are giving me the munchies. Hot and fresh turnovers by the dozen. Let's go sends anyway. LOL, they ain't always pretty from Cowboy Shane. Shane from Van says, super disappointing game. The refs were absolutely brutal, but... No excuses. We still played awful. So sloppy. Power play no longer elite. Can we please make some changes? Uh, what are we? Minus three for the last 16. Sorry for the negativity. Anyway, thanks for the show, Shane from Van. Thanks for the text. Thanks for listening. Let's go uh, live from the locker room. We got Drew ready. Let's uh, hear from Claude Giroux. He's obviously brings a lot of uh, passion and um, competitiveness. Let's uh, hear what the veteran forward is feeling after a 5-2 loss tonight. Penalties take you out of the rhythm here tonight. 
yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> it's hard to get momentum when uh, you're killing penalties, and um, uh, I'm not too sure how many we took, but um, we got to do a better job of staying out of the box. Doubly disappointing knowing that you had the start that you wanted. I mean, those first few shifts were exactly what you wanted. Yeah, we did. Uh, we did have a good start. We were uh, playing our, the way we wanted, and um, and you know they they had a few chances, uh, a couple breakdowns, but um, I think uh, in the third period we uh, did a good job of trying to, to fight back. At this point in the season, important uh, with Calgary coming up tomorrow to put this game behind you quickly. Yeah, I mean that's how it is. Uh, quick back to back, and uh, just go right back at it. Was the frustration level after a night like tonight? Yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, I didn't think we played that bad. Uh, we did a lot of good things, but, uh, you know, um, kind of a weird game, to be honest. And, uh, you know, you think you're playing pretty good and then you're you're down 4 nothing. So um, definitely frustrating. Any simple solution to uh, cure what ails the power play? Oh, we just got a power play. It's, that's how it goes. For 82 games, you're, you're going to be hot and then uh, you're get cold. You just need to, to find ways to, to put the pocket in that. Yeah, it doesn't matter how. Does that late push in the third give you something to build off for tomorrow? Yeah, I think we did a lot of good things in the third. We uh, uh, guys were, were playing hard at the end and uh, you know had a, had a little feeling that we might come back. So it's uh, uh, definitely a little frustrating right now. Just Claude Drew in conversation with the media, including our Gord Wilson. Um, let's go back to the phone lines. Dr. Bob, uh, Dr. Bob, I almost gave you the hardest working senator tonight. I really thought about it, but decided to go with Sogard uh, because uh, obviously battling something and was left uh, hung out to dry on uh, on most of those goals in terms of defending. Uh, but Dr. Bob, you were in Vancouver. How are you feeling tonight? Hi, Graham. Well, I agree with you, Graham. Definitely Sogard had the tougher job. I had a nice day. and uh, <laughs> But, yeah, the, the team... You know, like John was saying, part a large part of it is coaching. I'm I haven't liked Capiano as a defensive coach, um, but DJ, you know, as a general coach, the players love him. But as we talked about, even way back when they lost in St. Louis two one, that uh, you know, if they if they want to keep DJ, they have to play well. And I think they tried hard, but the, the systems just weren't there. Um, I thought Sogard actually played pretty well. I'm hoping his groin's all right because he did do a wide splits and seemed to hurt himself. I I was actually right on in that end when it happened and uh, right by the glass. I got a seat right down low, but um, so you couldn't see the overview of what was going on, but you could see some action that way. Um, I think we're still going to make the playoffs. Uh, still have hope for that, but it means we have to beat Edmonton instead of Vancouver. So off to uh, Calgary now. Um, Dr. Bob, it's it's what, like an 11-hour drive? What what are you doing, driving overnight? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm driving overnight. I'm going to camp, car camp in uh, about Hope, which is about two and a half hours from here. I'm just getting out of Vancouver now or out of the parking lot and finding the number one, and that'll go on to the Coca-Cola. Um, so we'll see. But, uh, yeah, go, Sens, go, and... Um, as uh, as Giroux said, you know, you feel like you're doing it right, but you're just not doing it right. And a lot of part of that is 
system. Shabbat didn't look too good in helping cover for Debrinkit. Debrinkit is the guy who gave it away, but there was nobody back there with him, and there were two Vancouver players. Shabbat was in the area. So he's lost some confidence at times, I think. Hopefully he'll do better. Um, we'll touch base again later. Go, Sens, go. Thanks for the call, Dr. Bob. Drive safe to Calgary. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Jason? Jason, how are you feeling after a 5-2 loss? Yeah, not not so great. Um, you know, I, I I generally don't call in. I've called in once this year, and people come in and rant and rave about things that I don't really think. I mean, like the guy the guy from Vancouver that's going on about the coach and stuff. Granted, we've never really you know since since the passing of our best coach, we've never really paid money for a coach. We've always tried to promote from within and with a few signings here and there, but. And they're going to run with their guys they want to run with. But you win and lose with your best players. And I just, I, I, I know everyone is on Shabbat. And I'm, I've been on them forever, pre, preceding this year. And I, I always felt that he's got all the skills. But I, I think he has a 10-cent head. I think he's one of those guys that has never been pushed playing hockey because he's been two and three steps better than everybody. And the play where he takes a stick out of somebody's hand, and I, he just loses his mind. And and then after the after that happens, he's he's like he doesn't even understand what he's done. He didn't even realize. And I I just can't understand the 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 fourth goal when an odd man rush. He just keeps backing up and backing up. There, he had a guy on on the on the back door. I get that. I don't know if the, if the Vancouver guy didn't fire the puck in over the glove side. I think he sort of backed up to the end boards. Like he, just, I just don't think he understands how to play hockey. He's floating more than he ever has. He's just circling around. He one game, one one goal last game. I think it was last game. He he was on either side of. Um, he was playing with Zub, I think, and and he was he was on one side, the other side, and Zub didn't know where to go. I do agree about Holden. He was very slow. He got beaten wide, and he just he didn't he couldn't get back. I think his foot speed is gone. But to put it in perspective of of Shabbat, where I think they're really in a lot of trouble, no one's really talk, talking about this. We love to talk about AAV in terms of the cap hit, but the cap hit isn't really an issue for us because we're never going to be a cap team. Maybe with new ownership, maybe we will. But the bigger issue is money out the door. And in the next four years, we're going to be paying. We're going to be paying Shabbat $9.5 million. To put in perspective, now I know there's an $11 million cap hit, but, but Carlson's going to be making nine seven five for the next four years. He's got four years remaining. He's making nine seven five. Shabbat's making nine point five. I know his annual value is $8 million, but that doesn't really matter because it's, we're not a cap team. We've got tons of room. So we're going to be paying this guy $9.5 million, and I don't know what he brings. He, doesn't, he can't penalty kill. He's not big enough or physical enough. He's not a point getter. Go look at his junior stats. He's never been a point getter. And he's making all these mistakes. And if you look at the guys that make the mistakes, you want to talk about your third and fourth line that aren't getting you points. Fair enough. But if you go back game by game, we're not losing games because of these guys. We're losing games because, because our, our, our better players, are, and, and particularly Shabbat, is just not up to snuff, and I, I don't know what to do anymore. Like I can't literally watch the games. Like I, I I'm losing. I cannot get the the stick incident. I've never seen that before. I mean, I, I don't I don't understand. Again, I know you could lose your mind when you're when you're flustered, but not to have any idea that what you've done afterwards. And he's got to look at the monitor to see. Oh, I took someone else's stick. Like it just blows my mind. Anyways, 
Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks for the call, Jason. Couple uh, good rants tonight. Um, that's what we're here for. At uh, what thirty minutes till two in the morning, which will actually be three in the morning. That does suck tonight, Big Red. Um, all right, let's take a break. Uh, on the other side, we'll hear from Jake Sanderson. Uh, rip through more of your texts. The Sense Fall 5-2 to the Canucks. This is the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show. The TSN 1200 Ottawa Senators Radio Network. The Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show continues on TSN 1200. Welcome to the Jim K. Ford Lincoln Sense postgame show. 5-2 loss to the Canucks. Uh, let's wrap up live from the locker room. Here is Sense rookie defenseman Jake Sanderson in conversation with Gord Wilson. Obviously, after the first five minutes and the way you started this game, you didn't envision that it would go the way it did. Yeah, I think um, we didn't really think the scoreboard kind of predicted how we played, so um, I thought we played hard. Um, but at times, um, you know, we got to bear down, especially on the power play, um, and just make sure our emotions, you know, stay even throughout the game. Yeah, Coach just talked about discipline and too many penalties on the road yeah no penalties will kill you in a game like this so um like i said we got to stay disciplined um, i thought our pk did a great job tonight but um when we get chances we got to bear down especially on the power play like i said important to, to kind of put this game behind you with calgary coming up quickly tomorrow yeah obviously we got a game tomorrow so um we don't want to flush this game away completely. We got to learn from it, but um, at the end of the day, we got to focus on um, Calgary tomorrow and uh, get rested up for that. How tough is it to get into a rhythm when there's constant penalties and different guys are killing and some guys can't get off the bench? Yeah, no, exactly. Like you said, um, it's hard for guys to get on and off the ice with you know PK power play. So um, we just got to do a better job of you know staying disciplined again. But um, you know, I think at the end of the day, but we just got to look ourselves in the mirror. And, you know, I felt like our emotions kind of got the best of us tonight, so we got to make sure we, you know, clean that up for the future. Mads gave you guys a chance. Like. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, they score five goals, but I feel like they could have scored way more. Um, Sogi's played awesome for us lately um, with our two starters going down, so um, he's definitely stepped up to the plate and, um, you know, filled that role. There's Jake Sanderson, a conversation with the media after a 5-2 loss. To the Canucks. All right. Uh, more of your texts coming in here. Um, Dave says, again, a game against Vancouver shines some terrible light on the team. Shabbat, zero threat offensively. DeBrinket can't hit the net. Joseph can't handle a puck. Bathurst can't win board battles. Don't get me started on our power play being more beneficial to the opponent these days. Sure, we came out hitting and playing hard, but we made the rest of the game easy for the Canucks. Really disappointed. Needed this one. Got to have a lot more tomorrow from Dave. Um... Darby, can we please trade Shabbat now? The blind passes, giveaways in front of the own net, the inability to keep the puck in at the blue line, never shooting the puck on the power play. And I'd say the same thing uh, had we won. Tired of hearing about his same mistakes comes in from Darby. Lots of uh, Shabbat heat tonight from the fans. Uh, this texter says, this has got to lead to the end of the DJ Smith era as head coach when new ownership arrives. How many times have we seen points thrown away because the team doesn't show up? I've lost count. Uh, they dropped four points they should have had in the last three games, and that they it doesn't it didn't get. Uh, sorry, there's a couple of typos here. Uh, it doesn't matter which league you played in before the big games. You have to show up with killer instinct, and this does team doesn't have it. They don't have it at all. Coaching plays a big part of that. Uh, Chris in Vancouver, absolutely bleeping no-show. This was a game they needed to win. The team had absolutely nothing to give. 
I just don't think sports are worth the emotional investment anymore. To fold after a Pinto minor penalty early in the first is not acceptable. With the move this team has made over the last year, they're trying to win tonight, show us that we're just not there. I cannot express to you how bleeping pissed I am from Chris Vancouver. I was sent in about an hour ago, so hopefully Chris has calmed down a little bit by now. But thanks for the text nonetheless. Uh, what do we got here? Eric from the Hammer. Sens played terrible. Didn't look like they were in the game after that first goal. JT running Timmy. Uh, I expect a bigger response. There wasn't. Luck was not on the Sens side today. Can we catch a break with our goalies going down? The best player tonight was Sogard, but they hung him out to dry. The surge next year at the end was a little uh, late. And the refs swiftly killed that momentum with some really weak calls. March is going on. Uh, to be exactly like November, the playoffs, now a pipe dream. Uh, this texter says, what is it worth? What is it with this team? They look like the world beaters some games and complete crap others. No, in between. We always hear we shouldn't question the effort of pro players, but you can't tell me that half the guys weren't mailing in for most of this game. Shabbat's been a complete failure as power play quarterback his whole career. With better options, and now his stubborn DJ continues to parade him out there. Playoff teams aren't this consistently bad against bottom feeders. And, oh, yes, hashtag fire DJ for his terrible personnel deployment for his whole tenure. Have a great night, Creech. That comes in unsigned. Paolo, Deej calling out his power play, but insisting no adjustments uh, to keeping Shabbat on the number one unit in this game when Chikrin and Sanderson, heck, even Branstrom are better options, is laughable. He can't be fired soon enough. Maybe the worst coach, worse than Dave Allison ever was. Cheers, Creech, from Paolo. Shane and Elmer, I believe in this team. Lots of work to do, lots of growth, maturity needed still. Uh, hard to watch, though. Maybe they were exhausted. Darren's a beaut, interesting lad, love the passion, and uh, that of the Sens fans. Turnover special tonight, maybe a turnover allergy, Creech. Hope you feel better, get some R&R, Shane from Elmer. Yeah, I'm fine. Just Twice a year I get these insane allergies where I'm sneezing for 24 hours. It's driving me nuts. But thanks for the text. Uh, Caleb says that Dave Collar had three while he was on hold. <laughs> that was an interesting call. Dave enjoyed his Saturday night for sure. Good on him. Evan here on the text machine. Canucks always find a way to win meaningless games down the stretch. Rough night for Team Tank. How does Dean Brown like his eggs? Scrambled. Good to hear from you, Evan. Victoria. What else we got? I'm going to rip through all of them. There's only, I think, four or five more left. And we'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Curtin Centertown. Shabbat needs to be relegated to the third pairing or benched. He's been regressing continuously, clearly uh, putting the work in year-round. It's really undisciplined and has become a liability. He's not literally good enough to be so casual with his play. DJ needs to go, too. He seems way more interested in being buddies with his players instead of making tough decisions and actually coaching the team. His team is not... There yet, Dorian needs to stop kidding himself if he thinks this coach and friend will take us where this team needs to be. He comes in from Curtin Center Town. Lots of passion tonight. The vibes were so high on Thursday. Uh, not so much anymore as uh, missed opportunity standing-wise tonight. Tim Lifeguard. Tim's always positive. What's he got on his mind tonight? Tim says, post-game lads, not the outcome we wanted. Way she goes. They'll bounce back. Cup parade. Isn't lost, lads. Go, sons, go from Tim Lifeguard. Tim's still planning the parade. Love the positivity. All right, two more. Stu says, was at the game in Vancouver. So many Sens fans. Been a lifetime, lifelong fan. 
Moved out here three years ago, but it's my first game here. So cool to hear Go Sens Go chants in Vancouver. Great first five minutes, then they fell into complacency. Uh, really disappointing game. The ref stunk at the end. On to Calgary, still learning curve to win, uh, which continues. Cheers from Stu. Good to hear a Go Sens Go chant at the Vancouver game. That's pretty good. Last text goes to Eli, who I believe was also at the game, or is at least in Vancouver. Eli says, Evening, guys. Been living in Van City for three years now. This season was the first time I got to catch the Sens in Seattle and in Vancouver. Glad they didn't disappoint on Thursday, but it was tough to be at tonight's game. Not enough battle in the neutral zone. PP has been lackluster the last few games. Sens had bad puck luck, and push at the end was too little too late. Sens can't afford to lose too many more like this, or we can say goodbye to the wildcard spot. Hoping they can turn it around in Alberta. Go Sens go from Eli in Vancouver. Thanks for the text, Eli. Thanks for the text, everybody. The calls, the tweets. But right now, it's time to check out the TSN 1200 Out-of-Town Scoreboard brought to you by St. Bear Barbecue, Chicken Ribs, and Hockey. All right, I'll pass along the scores, and I'll share what that means standing-wise. Although a lot of people, are, sounds like they're kissing that goodbye right now. Bruins, 3-2 winners over the Red Wings. Penguins, 5-1 winners over the Flyers. Rangers, 2-1 overtime winners over the Sabres. Avs top the Coyotes, 3-2 in OT. Golden Knights blank the Hurricanes, 4-zip. Blues over the Jackets, 5-2. Jets with a 5-4 overtime win over the Panthers. Devils, 3-1 winners over the Canadians. Lightning with a 3-1 win over the Hawks. Leafs, 7-4 over the Oilers. Capitals crush the Islanders, 5-1. Stars, 4-3 in OT over the Kraken. Preds, 2-1 shootout over the Kings, 5-2 the Wild top the Sharks. So, what does that mean for the standings? Well, what is going on with this website? All right. Pittsburgh wins. They're up to 76. Islanders lose. They remain at 76. Florida wins. They're up to, or no, Florida gets a point, the loser point. They're up to 73. Washington wins. They're up to 71. Ottawa is at 70, Buffalo 69, Detroit 67. So Ottawa's played 65 games. There's six points behind the Islanders who've played 68 games. Three games in hand, but you have to win those games. He had an opportunity tonight and blew it. Elsewhere, 67s with a 3-2 win over the Ice Dogs. That game was heard over on Brother Station 580 CFRA. The Belleville Senators fall in overtime to the Phantoms for three. And a big day for Carlton at the U Sports Final Eight. The women defeat St. Mary's 65-46, so they'll play in the final tomorrow. As will the men. It was an all-Ottawa matchup in the semifinal and heartbreak for the GGs who fall 81-75 to the Ravens. So Carlton looking for their 17th championship in 20 years plays in tomorrow's final. Unfortunately, both of those finals are at the same time. How brutal is that from U Sports? But good news for Carlton fans and alumni and students. Both programs with a chance for a championship. Finally, Scotty Scheffler has a two-stroke lead atop the Players' Championship leaderboard, 14 under par. Of note, Adam Hadwin and Adam Svensson, the top Canadians, T14 minus 6, Taylor Pendrith, T35 four under par all right that does it for tonight's show sends are back at it tomorrow 
AJ will have your pre and post game. I think it's Brad Shooter Smith, the Shooter Tutor, Coach of the Year. Brad Smith in with AJ tomorrow. I thank Cam Clement for producing this evening. Thanks to uh, Simmer who joined me pregame show. Dean and Gord who had tonight's call. Dave Poulin who stepped up as our insider this evening. Thank you for listening and texting, calling, tweeting. Have a great night. This has been Ottawa Senators Hockey on TSN 1200. Any copy or rebroadcast without the express written consent of Bell Media is strictly prohibited. A live sporting event from TSN 1200.